As the Coachella Valley continues to grow as an entertainment and cultural empire in the California desert cities, Mutual 111 is your go-to for local and regional arts, literature, music, special events, and theater. From the Mutual Broadcasting System Studios in Palm Springs, it's The Desert Scene with Bonnie G. And welcome to a brand new season of The Desert Scene. So happy to have you with us. And we are welcoming in a new era. Radio 111 is now Mutual 111. So you can get the show on Mutual111.com. Also, we're launching a new website, thedesertscene.com. You can also catch the show there. And if you have any feedback or, or comments, etc., we'd love to hear it. And you can send those to Bonnie G at thedesertscene.com. So Mutual 111 is our new uh, radio home. We're really happy to have you. And we're really happy to welcome our very first guest this season, Adam Karsten, who is the artistic director at CV Rep, one of the premier theaters in town. And everybody's kind of kicking off their new season, so he's going to tell us about it. Hi, Adam. How are you? I'm well, Bonnie. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So you got a really amazing season lined up, and you're starting off with the Fantastics, a love story reimagined West Coast premiere. So is this a little bit different version of the Fantastics than we're used to? Yeah, and I'm glad you point that out, because it is, Um, which makes it the West Coast premiere. Um, In the... the the original version of the Fantastics, which is the longest running musical, it was the longest running musical off Broadway at Sullivan street. And then when it moved to the Snapple theater uptown in New York city, it is very well known. And in the story, two uh, young people fall in love. Matt falls in love with Louisa over a wall and they're manipulated in this love story by their two gardening fathers. Mm -hmm. Well, in the reimagined version, Matt falls in love with Louis over a wall okay. and they're manipulated by their two gardening mothers ah so okay. that's how tom jones reimagined this show excellent and uh tell us a little bit about um i, I happen to know some folks a uh, chip prince i believe is uh playing piano your musical director and you're also having uh, christian Shalafor, i believe play a little bit on the harp correct Yes, that is correct, and we're excited about that, which was some of the original orchestrations. And I, originally, Chip and I thought it might be a little tricky to find a harpist, but it was something the director, Craig Wells, mentioned he thinks will really lend to the production, and we did. And Christian's really wonderful. Um, we're glad to have him. I think that you know the, the story in its simplicity, in its original form, is the beauty of the piece. Uh, the modernizing of the the, the issues and the, the genders and the kind of the concept are going to be what's new and there's going to be some slight elements and, and nuances to that but in many ways it's just the same love story mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of it and it's the music is just incredible i mean uh, uh, just gorgeous gorgeous music so let's talk about the uh, yeah, the rest of the really season the rest of the season summer session with the bones brigade tell us i don't i'm not familiar with that at all yeah. tell us a little bit about that you're not going to be familiar with it because it's an original premiere of a new work that was discovered through our new works development program called Origins right here at CB Rep. And the goal of Origins is to really find the next Broadway show. We are bringing in writers and creative teams from around the country and this last year around the world to create, to take a week and develop their play in a reading format, have a reading with the public, 
And then at the end of the year, we choose one of those readings and put it into our next season. And this is the first time we're doing it. And the play we selected was Summer Session with the Bones Brigade by Kirby Fields, a New York playwright. And this is about four young men and their two young girlfriends, and they ride skateboards. And they're coming of age, and they deal with real-life issues in Missouri in 1980 that we can all identify with and all parallel. And one of them goes missing and yeah. how they grapple with that and, and the conflicts of all of that and whether suicide is a result of that. Wow. But it's a powerful play. And during the play, they build a half pipe, a half pipe skateboard ramp. And whether they're going to skate on it or not is something you're going to have to come and find out. Okay. And then next up in January, Cabaret, the 1998 version. So tell us about that. I'm, I'm, I don't recall what was, what was unique about the 1998 version. Well, one of the things that's unique about the 1998 version is it uses some of the new music that Tander and Ebb included in the film. Okay. Um, for example, maybe this time that Liza Minnelli made so famous. So that's part of the production. But we are also going to re- reconceive the, the production in that when you step off the curb and step into CD rep, you're really going to step right into 1930s, early 30s Berlin into a Kit Kat club, into the cabaret scene. And as you wind your way through the theater to your seats, you're going to travel through time to see what happened leading up to the late 30s when the play begins. And from there, it will take you on a ride. Excellent. And it will really, essentially the show asks the question, what would you do? Right. So we really want to immerse the audience in that feeling, in that time period, to be able to ask that question. We're excited about the, the energy it's going to create mm-hmm. and the experience the audience is going to have. Yeah. And this next one is fascinating. POTUS, or behind every great dumbass are seven women trying to keep him alive. Okay, I got, I got to hear this story. <laughs> so I think the title says it all right there. This, um, this is a, a, a ridiculous, hysterical comedy that takes place in the Oval Office with seven women behind the president trying to keep him in office, uh, dealing with his scandals. And it's just... It gets funnier and funnier and funnier as you go along. And I have to say, I don't think there was any intention that we said in an election year just happened to fall that place in our season. Okay. Okay. Well, that uh, it'd be interesting to see what kind of reaction, uh, audience reaction you get to that. And then nice work if you can get it. Now, is, that, is that a musical? I think, is that a musical? It is. It's a Gershwin. Uh, and you're going to hear songs like um, Nice Work, Fascinating Rhythm, right. Call the Whole Thing Off, uh, Someone to Watch Over Me. Those are, this is a, a kind of based on um, the the um, older older versions of uh, Gershwin's show with new, with some of his music combined from other shows into a great, hilarious, wonderful, family-filled musical story um, with big dance numbers. Yeah. which is something that we're going to uh, be able to put on our stage for one of the first times. Excellent. So tell me, I know this is, let's see, this is this your third third season that you've been with CV Rep? I'm trying to get right. This is my second, second. season. Okay. Second season. Uh, last year was my okay. first year, so we're going into the second season. We're excited to be able to present some, some larger scale shows and uh, create a balance from beginning to end of what you're going to see, whether it's drama, comedy, or uh, family golden age, and something new as mm-hmm. well. And so when you um, when you plan yeah. 
When you plan a season like this, I mean, I'm guessing that, because uh, I know a lot of artistic directors in, in town, do you have things sort of in the back of your head where you've said, boy, someday I'm going to do this show that you just have sitting back there and then other things just pop up or people make suggestions? or What's usually the process for you to put together a season? Yeah, that's a great question. It's a little bit all of the above, everything you mentioned. For me, it's it's balance. I want to be able to assure that I'm I'm offering a little bit of something for everyone. But at the same point, I really choose uh, shows based on, on how they make people feel and the, on the connection that they have with the characters that are human, that really allow us to recognize some of the qualities in all of us about um what makes us human, what makes us feel, and how we're affected by those issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like to, to find shows that show um, real live characters going through certain obstacles um, and how they overcome them. Um, some of them can be considered controversial at times, but in the essence, at the core, uh, it's always the reality of the fact that these are the issues that we as human beings and, and uh, a human race and society um, all grapple with and have to learn how to overcome and they unite us in the end. And that's hopefully the, the conclusion and the resolution that people have when they walk out. And that's, I think that's one of the, uh, the main goals of theater in general, right? Of good theater is that is, is we want, you want to make people laugh and cry and think and be entertained, but also, yes, it, it outlines sort of how we're all so much alike and we're all connected. And we all deal ultimately with the same, same issues in life. Yeah, so, I completely agree. So yeah. w- tell me how you, how would you say you have, have or are in the process of putting your own stamp on CV Rap now that you're at the helm here? Well, I, the, the biggest thing for me is that I want to continue what Ron had already kind of established mm-hmm. in many ways was the quality of the work. So yeah. the quality of what we do and how we do it is something that we always want to be able to reflect on and say, that was good. How can we do better? Yeah. Um, that was uh, that finished strong. How can we finish stronger? That is always going to be the core of what we do, what we put on stage at the highest quality level. And uh, you'll see from the very first show, when you look at the cast, that the first three are, are really Broadway veterans and Broadway stars in their own right. Yes. A combined 12 Broadway shows between them. Um, so I like to think that whether it's summer or the winter months, that this is where Broadway comes to spend the winter. Mm-hmm. In the summer, this is where Broadway comes to, um, you know, remind themselves that wherever they live, it's cooler. Yeah. So it's a venue that <laughs> yeah. we believe that we're going to to always uh, focus on the quality of what we put on the stage. And the beauty of it is CD Rep is not a very large theater. It only has 200 seats. So it's a very intimate, high-quality experience, and that's what I want to be able to continue. Um, we're also developing new works. Um, that's a new program that um, I had spoken to Ron about before I came on board that I was uh, eager to pursue, and I think CD Rep has excellent potential for seeing its success in the works that we develop, that we premiere, that will continue on and become uh, will become a hotbed of, of regional theater organizations that can really create the next the next mm-hmm. new show. Right. Um, as well as trying to reinvent our conservatory and our adult classes and youth classes. Um, and CV Rep is trying to pool some of the Broadway talent that we have right here in Coachella Valley. So, for example, you could start taking... Uh, Terry Ralston singing class, who's uh, you know was a Broadway uh, star in her own right, one of the first Sondheim babies, 
and she teaches a singing class for adults right here at the, in the conservatory that starts next week. So those are the things that we're trying to reinvent to continue and build stronger and better than ever. And for tickets, anybody who wants to come to some of these amazing shows, you've got such a great season lined up, uh, they can go to uh, www.cvrep.org. And is there a phone number for tickets also? They certainly can. And if you want, you can call the box office at 760-296-2966. But single tickets are now on sale, so you can go online. Uh, So you're going to want to go on the website. The nice thing about going on the website is that you can select the seats for each of the dates and each of the shows that you want to see. Well, it's it's such a great, I can't wait. I'm coming to see the Fantastics. Um, uh, wonderful season you've got lined up. Again, Adam, congratulations for uh, being being at the helm now of CV Rep. And um, we're really looking forward to the season. Thank you so very much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Bonnie. I really appreciate it, too. All right. Have a, have a great day. All right. Adam Karsten, Artistic Director of CV Rep. We'll talk to you the next time on The Desert Scene. Join us again for The Desert Scene with Bonnie G from Mutual 111. Be sure to visit thedesertscene.com for more show information and mutual111.com for our full library of episodes.